Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, and punk and hardcore adjacent music that people send in to us. We're not not critics. It's not a review show in a traditional sense. We just really like punk and hardcore, so we talk about it, give our honest reactions on what we hear. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't. But ultimately, the idea is to get new music into people's ears and uh, encourage you to go out and support it in whatever way you can. Be that buying physical uh, physical copies of it, going and seeing the bands when they're playing again, all that good stuff. The format for the show is that we have 10 bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice and we usually get through between five and seven of them. And that's really all there is to it. Um, I did this last week. I think I'm just going to start doing it every week so that I actually remember to do it because I totally forget otherwise. Yeah. So uh, just shout out to uh, our new Patreon subscriber, Eric Harsh, subscribed at the $10 tier. Eric, huge shout out. That's rad. Um, thanks again to everybody who has subscribed over the uh, over the course of the last few weeks. Um, in the last few weeks, we've, we've gained quite a few new subscribers and a lot of people have bumped up to the $10 tier. So, uh, we appreciate all of you and, uh, you'll be, you'll be getting tapes when, when demo listen Two comes out and all that good, all that good shit that we have planned for the rest of the year. So I'm, uh, once again, very stoked on everything that, uh, that we're doing and we're only enabled to do so by the, uh, immense generosity of people who listen to us and feel compelled for some reason to give us money. So shout out to all you guys. Uh, beyond that, um, you know, nothing, nothing's really popping in the world, in my personal world this week, same old business. I have no amusing anecdotes to share up top. Uh, what about yourself? Uh, I don't know. Last Friday, a lot of stuff came out, you know, I don't know what's up with these drops on Friday with new releases. Mm -hmm. Um, but I got fucking suckered. Um, so I picked some shit up. But um, not a lot else. Uh, that new, that new release on Toxic State, Children with Dog Feet. I haven't heard of that yet. It's really fucking good. I ordered some. Co- I, I ordered you and I a copy. Oh, sick! Um, Thanks. But yeah, I just spending money on records. I guess that's that's what happens. You know what I mean? So yep. The weather. Yep. The weather is. Uh, the weather's great, right? The weather's great. It's it's certainly better than it has been. You know, let's just uh, let's keep it going three episodes straight and talk about the fucking weather, right? <laughs> That's how little is happening in our lives. <laughs> what what else is fucking happening, right? Literally yeah. nothing. We're all waiting with bated breath for these fucking Biden bucks and like you know the fucking vaccine to finally get to us, oh. uh, so we can cut it loose, right? And, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. As soon as he's done bombing Syria, we'll get those bucks. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, you got to take care of priorities, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I did. Hear, I did hear that he called off a uh, an airstrike because a mom and a little baby were in the way. Oh well, that's nice of him. <laughs> that's awfully nice. That's awfully nice, right? <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, that's awfully nice. But you know, I'm just waiting for my fucking Biden bucks and uh, waiting with bated breath for a vaccine so that. Uh, I can finally, we, we can all finally go to shows again, right? Yeah, me too. I've actually, uh, I've literally been dreaming about it recently, uh, more and more. I'd had a couple over the course of the last year, but as of late, um, dreaming about shows has become like a semi-regular occurrence. I am officially tapped out on this bullshit and ready to play and see hardcore music in a live setting again. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, nothing else is going on, right? Other than nope. that, I'm just still chilling, so... 
worked. Same. Well, cool. That uh, that will that will prevent us from having any sort of uh, lengthy introductory tangents this week. We can just d- jump right into the queue. And uh, what a queue it is this week. What a varied queue. We've got some stuff on here that I think was submitted just to just to see what we do. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so the first thing that we have is Warren with Human Work. This is uh, a submission from Grant Williams. They are a band based out of Pennsylvania, uh, Wilkes-Barre specifically. Um, and uh, I've seen a lot of people big up in this. A lot of people like this band in general. I have yet to listen to them. But uh, yeah, I've seen a whole lot of people saying that this is really solid. So uh, I'm, I'm going to check this out, whether or not we get around to it in the queue tonight. Uh, or not, just because it's uh, it's been highly recommended by several people at this point. Then next up, we have Whispers with Narak Bondin. This was sent in by Tom Pfaff. They are evidently a band from the UK, or at the very least, the label that they're on is from the UK. Um, I don't know. Aesthetically, it doesn't look particularly interesting to me, uh, but uh, I guess we'll see if we land on it. Then we have got Hush with Blackheart. This was sent in by Chris Thorderson. He says it is a one-woman death metal project from his uh, homeland of Iceland. Uh, I think this will mark the first Icelandic release that we've had sent into the show. Yeah. And uh, I I will admit I'm not too turned on to what the fuck is happening in Iceland uh, at the moment. I I don't imagine there's like a massive scene there just because there's not a massive population. Yeah, but um, they they got that heritage, right? They do, yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Iceland seems pretty cool. I heard they're getting 18,000 earthquakes a, a day. 18,000 a day. Or a week or something like that. Yeah, there's some fucking volcanic eruption that's pending. So, you know, right. it's not like they're constantly shaking in their boots over there or anything like that. But, you know, right. the, si- the seismic sensors are picking up something like 18,000 earthquakes of varying weak, weak magnitude per week. Huh, interesting. Well, yeah, pr- prayers to Reykjavik. Yeah. Um, then we have got Solen Eyes with their self-titled release. This was sent in by Sam Thorpe. He says it's a uh, scene scene report from Maine. Um, this is evidently kind of like jangly indie pop, twee pop stuff. He says for fans of the Sarah Records catalog, which I am, I'm, I'm a big fan of the orchids and the field my field mice and shit like that. So I, I at the very least, will probably like this. Then we have got Future Bartenders with Earth, Wind, and Future Bartenders. This was sent in by Fatty Hurst. Um, he says this is a, another submission from Orlando, local to him. It's a one-man project that is evidently incredibly eclectic. He likened it to Ween in the sense that it just runs the gamut, gamut stylistically and that uh, we will either really enjoy this or think it's uh, dumb bullshit. Then we have got Impulse with their six-track tape. This is a hardcore band from St. Petersburg, Russia. It was sent in by Kawi. Says it's just uh, solid, straight-ahead, fast hardcore. Then we have got Education with Parenting Style. This is uh, a band that was sent in by Jay, who plays in Cold Cold Brats. I believe he said it's like an Italian um, post-punk band who described themselves as raw post-punk, and he said that that description felt pretty apt to him and that Cold Brats played some shows with them and they were really good. I was just reading about this band on uh, Sorry State because they have it up on their fucking website. Oh, sick. Okay, cool. Uh, then we have got Targets with First Blood. This was sent in by Anthony from Gel. Um, this is a new Denver, Colorado band that he says he is pretty convinced we will like. Just solid Denver hardcore. Then we have got... Uh, this is this is the one that I think was sent in just to test our patience. Um, 
Lorem Ipsum is the band. Uh, Vivre Encore, they are a band from France. It was submitted by John Fett, who said he just wanted to see what we had to say about it. It's mm-hmm. a concept album about body failures, and it evidently is neoclassical Baroque with screamo vocals over the top of it. Jesus fucking Christ, come on. Yeah, indeed. I mean, I think you can guess what we have to say about this yeah. <laughs> without a note of music heard. Yeah. Um, and then last up, we have Citric Dummies with Die Nasty. This is a band from Minneapolis, and they were sent in by Dustin. Dustin, actually, uh, he played back in the day, he played in the band Total Trash, who played at the house mm-hmm. um, and were very, very good. And uh, Dustin emailed me recently to tell me that uh, he just recently discovered the podcast and has been tuning in every chance he got. So uh, he decided to uh, to throw one of his favorite Minneapolis bands in the hat and see if we land on it. Okay. That's all we got this week. So uh, let's roll the dice and see what's up first. All right. Three. Okay. Three is Hush with Blackheart. This is the one-woman death metal band from Reykjavik. Um, it's kind of funny to put Reykjavik, Iceland in your description because I think that's the only city you can be from in Iceland as far as I am aware, <laughs> unless you're from a very small village. I don't know. There's got, Yeah, there's got to be other places, but I, 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 uh, most folks that live in Iceland live there, right? Yeah, I think it's like legitimately like 98% of the population or something. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this is, uh, yeah, there's one one woman death metal project. There's really no other description about it other than it says that it is uh, themed around anti-sexism, anti-racism, and anti-homophobia. So there you go. Um, the song that's queued up to play is the first one on here. There is a self-titled track, though. Um, which would you uh, Which would you prefer to go with? Um. Yeah. Lady's choice. <laughs> well, well, the the lady chooses to uh, to 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 lead with the opening track on the record. Exactly. So with dysphoric. So, so. so we'll go with that. So we're going to listen to dysphoric by Hush off of her record Blackheart.
Okay, we just heard the song Dysphoric by Hush off of their record Blackheart. Nate, how'd you feel about it? That was pretty good. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of death metal that sounds like this per se um, yeah. anymore. Or I don't listen to modern... Iter- I, I don't... I mean, let me think of a way to put this without sounding completely fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's too late. But um, I listen to the source material for shit like this right? more than I do the modern takes on it. For sure, yeah. Um, so, but this is pretty fucking good. There was some good riffs in there. Um, around three minutes, uh, there was a pretty good riff in there that I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. I the, the the sort of plodding dirgy aspect to it um, kind of made it feel like the whole thing was sort of climbing towards something that never really took off. Yeah, kind of. Um, which at one point that kind of flipped on me, and I was like, okay. I, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Like I, I kept, I kept expecting something to come just based on um, nothing really other than just sort of what I expect when I hear, you know, music that sounds like it's building. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it didn't really, it didn't really hit that per se, but um, yeah, I like that. That was good. It was sounded good too. Um, you know, so uh, I got no complaints about it. I, I would say that, if this were a little more techy, I probably wouldn't like it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's if, that's if there for was sure. a little like like some of those guitar flourishes in there sounded really good in the context of the song, mm-hmm. um, I, but they didn't feel out of place. But if it were just jam packed with shit like that, I wouldn't fucking like it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, as you stated, you know, this is an incredibly modern iteration of of death metals you know with obvious black metal underpinnings here as well um yeah and like pretty much like to me on the fucking like hitting the nail on the head sort of scandinavian sort of influence too like obviously it's iceland but you know what i mean right yeah for sure um it it this kind of stuff generally misses me this is this is no exception really uh it was it was well done for sure i mean it was well played as you mentioned it was pretty well recorded and it looks like uh it looks like the person who recorded this i don't know how to pronounce the first name elia or elia um karma daniels they uh wrote recorded and mixed this which is probably no small feat for this kind of stuff i uh i record and mix a lot of my own stuff but it is unbelievably simple compared to this to have to actually like program the drums for all this and get levels sounding right and like mix the various guitar parts that are going on is probably a huge pain in the ass so um yeah this was competently done on pretty much every level but i gotta say like sonically this kind of stuff misses me it just feels like uh it feels like a death metal band that our friend brandon would show us and be like okay this part's not that sick but there's like there's this one riff that's coming up that's fucking sick and we would never hear the whole song we would just hear about maybe like total throughout the entire five minutes and 34 seconds we would hear 43 seconds of the music right yeah yeah yeah. because he'd be skipping ahead to try to find that one 14 second riff right right and and we and and we would never hear the entire song you know you're, you're right about that so that's what i mean like i don't typically listen to this sort of stuff um, I'm more of a source material sort of dude when it comes to this sort of shit. Yeah. This is definitely not OS OSDM, if you ask me. Right. Um, so, you know, it doesn't really pique my interest that much. But that said, I thought this was Im- impressively done and, and sounded pretty good. For sure. 
Yeah, and I, I I do think brutal death metal is a bit of a misleading tag here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot of um, sort of contemporary, a kind of gent metal influence in in the yeah, tone, yeah, and some of the riffs on here, and that's yeah. fine. I mean, the purveyors of that style, uh, I I am a fan of. I really like early Mashuga material yeah. and stuff. Yeah, um, and some of those some of those like little solos and stuff sounded like something that might have been off of like you know fucking destroy a race improve or something like that yeah for sure for sure so i i really i have no qualms or beef with this stuff at all because you know it's obviously incredibly well executed but it, it's like i said it's just kind of a form that misses me if it's on it doesn't offend me at all this was no exception i'm not bummed about it at all but like i was i was pretty mentally checked out after the first few minutes um it just it just doesn't hold my attention for whatever reason but yeah if this is your lane um this is this is an incredibly well done iteration of this particular style of death metal for sure. Yeah, and population of Iceland about three hundred and sixty thousand people. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, that's about the that's about the population of the metro area of our city. Yeah, about you know sixty thousand more. But you're right. Yeah. And Reykjavik has uh, two hundred and thirty thousand of them living in the capital region. You yeah. know whatever, because the rest of the place is you know fucking volcanic. Um, you know primary successional rocky terrain i think yes um so uh so so yeah i think it, it goes without saying that uh, if you're in a band in iceland you're probably based in reykjavik um but yeah like i said if this is your lane this is a, a very well done version of this just uh it, it's it's just definitely not metal for me not to my taste but uh but it didn't bum me out so there you go that's the best you can hope for playing this style of metal in in as as far as as far as i am concerned if uh, if i listen to it and i'm not immediately bummed about it you're clearly doing a good job so there you go <laughs> yeah and 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 i will say like another one of the tags the bottom was slamming brutal death metal definitely um, not <laughs> i'm glad none of that showed up in that song cuz that would have been a that would have been a big fucking flush for me well, yeah. If you if you had incorporated slamming brutal death metal into what we were hearing, I don't think that would have worked very well. It was already it already kind of felt well, and I think this form in general to me feels like very riff salady. Um, so mm-hmm. if you had put another component in there, yeah, it, it, it that ship would have probably sailed all the way at the harbor for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, solid, well done. If this is your thing, then you will probably like this. Um, all right, let's uh, let's roll the dice and see what's up next. Uh, up next is eight. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, I am really excited about this. This is Lorem Ipsum. This is the French neoclassical band with screamo vocals. <laughs> Jesus, look at the picture of these guys. You know, I haven't even looked yet. Oh it's, Jesus! It's, Come you on. Know, all right. Yeah, I get it. You know, I saw fucking Unshan Andalou when I was in fucking college too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah yeah man um <laughs> so so the song that john suggested is uh sergey the seventh song on here so i you know i <laughs> but why does he suggest that i don't know john, dude we've talked about it before john just likes music you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah but like he he just said he wants to see like push our limits like well he didn't know. he didn't say that specifically he just said i honestly just want to see what you guys have to say about it maybe okay. maybe he's he, he thinks that there's some remote chance that we might be able to appreciate this on some level who knows yeah i don't know i mean I don't know, man. This seems really far up its own fucking ass, doesn't it? 
It what, sure does. What did you about about body failures? What does that mean? Yeah, what the fuck does that even mean, man? <laughs> right? And it's, yeah. like it's in French, so I guess we'll never fucking know cuz like your typical fucking American, I I don't I barely speak fucking American, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it looks like uh Sergey is the song that they have queued up to play as well. So so we're going to hear Sergey by Lorem Ipsum off of their record Viva Encore. Oh Jesus Christ. Are you fucking kidding me?
Well, I hope you're happy, John. I Get hope the you're fuck happy. out of here. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Right? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, man? Come on. Like, so I, I did, I, I ran, you know, I translated the lyrics and it's about, uh-huh. you know, I, I guess maybe a dags is we wanted a father that uh, lost himself to fucking drink after losing a woman or some shit like that. But um, as if I give you know, a fuck as who, as who gives a shit, right? <laughs> like the lyrics are, are so like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about France. Right. I took, I took French for two years when I was uh, in, in seven in eighth and ninth grade. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't learn a goddamn thing. Right. <laughs> right I, yeah. The only reason I passed, I can, I have to imagine the only reason I passed my second year, because I hated the teacher was um, because she just didn't want to have me have to like repeat French again or something <laughs> like that. Because yeah. I would literally just like, you know, when we had to translate passages on tests, I would literally write out the words, blah, 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 and then fucking hand it in. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, I just, like, I don't know, man. So, but those lyrics just, you know, just maudlin bullshit, man. Yeah. Right? And, and tied up in, in like, tied up in this presentation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I would put the emphasis on bullshit more than more than maudlin. Like, <laughs> yo, if you like this, you know what I mean? Like, like this is not fucking punk. This is not fucking nope. hardcore. Obviously there's a reason why I listen to punk and hardcore and it's because I don't actually like fucking music. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like real music, like imagine being able to play like real fucking instruments, not just like electric guitars and like, you know, Oh, look at me. I'm in the fucking Ramones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, check me out. We're a money threat now. You know, it's like, but imagine being able to play like actual fucking classical instruments and this is the bullshit. You're like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, <laughs> like you're a classically trained musician and this is how you chose to apply your skill. Yes. Yeah. That sucks, man. You're not doing a lot for the international reputation of France right now, Lorem Ipsum. Um, it's just, yeah. Like, fuck off, man. Fuck off. I mean, lots of people fucking like it, but. You know yeah, what I mean? but I mean, this this is this is a band that is just it's an NPR feature in in the works. You know what I mean? Absolutely, that's exactly what this is. This is this is for the uh, this is for those highfalutin edge lords of NPR. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is this is the people who who want to desperately to mark themselves with anything that will set them apart from like the other young mommies and daddies in their gated community. And they do so with their NPR sticker and their hybrid car and their newfound affinity for Lorem Ipsum, the neoclassical screamo band from France. And they tell, they tell everybody about it at their dinner parties and they try to foist it upon the other young mommies and daddies in the edition. Right. And, and like this would, this would be like if this showed up on like fucking NPR, if this showed up on uh, that hag Terry Gross's show, right? <laughs> if it, if, if, if this fucking showed up, it would be like touted as like, you know, punk as art. You know right. what I mean? Like they yeah, would yeah, lean yeah. real heavy on the fucking punk and the screamo shit. Let, right. me, let me break it down for you fucking eggheads what punk rock is. You guys ever hear a little thing called punk rock? Well, check it out. This is how you do it on a violin. <laughs> also, I got to add, like, not only is this conceptually stupid as shit, but the music also straight up sounded stupid as fuck. It, it, it sounded, sounded like... 
It's it was like the background music to an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's what I was gonna say. It sounded like a fucking like 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 a soundtrack to like some Nickelodeon fucking horror show or something. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Like straight like, up. It was so you know, bad. <laughs> you know, like oh no, here comes Helena Bonham Carter as the witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like so. Like even compositionally, this was bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even even taken off of the hater goggles for a minute and and you know step away from trying to frame this as somehow even adjacent to punk or or extreme music of any sort and just looking at it compositionally it was not fun to listen to in any sense it sucked it sounded bad and stupid you know like it sounds really forced like anybody that tells you that oh yeah i'm into this sort of shit it's forced yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, you don't actually like this shit. You're just telling me that. You're just fucking shitting me because you don't want me to think that you're a total fucking idiot. But the joke's on you because you are definitely a total fucking idiot if you like this. <laughs> yeah, and like if you if you do like this at all, it is solely for the novelty. But, yeah. you know, as, as a grown adult, novelty does very, very little for me at this point unless it's also accompanied by sounds that are good to hear which this had none of. So, and and like, I, I, you know, so I was going to say for a second, like if this didn't take itself so seriously and was a little fucking stupid and goofy, Uh but that wouldn't work either because it would be like, Hey, the insane gypsy carnival of (laughs) steampunks are coming to your town. Right. Right. Well, yo, that's actually, that's an important observation here because if anything, this is not punk adjacent. It's steampunk adjacent. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it definitely is. Get out your fucking top hat and your brass goggles, jackass. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, dude. This, uh man this sucked so fucking bad um well fuck them right <laughs> yeah, they're in france them. fuck them <laughs> yeah for, for sure they're in france and we're in goddamn american mud city fort wayne right yeah who's the real winner here that's true i have spent a very little amount of time in france but it was quite nice <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like they are uh, in a posh European residence. So, Dude, I'm telling you what, like they look so fucking irritating, man. They, they, they just do, look man. so irritating. Yeah. Right? Yep. They sure do, man. But like Fuck no off. one I would ever want to have a conversation with. No, no. Like, you know, whatever. Fucking, you know, take your fucking baguette and cram it in your violin for all I give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Go eat a fucking plate of escargot, you fucking piece of shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go! Look at the beautiful scenery in your nice, beautiful country, you stupid, fucking, worthless piece of shit. <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Maybe we'll roll the dice and land on some music that's actually worth giving our time and attention to. Eight again. Okay. This is uh, Citric Dummies with Die Nasty. I was hoping we would land on this. It looks interesting. Uh, Dustin suggested the song Punk Labels Accepting Demos. Um, All of the song names on this are quite good. Punk Bars Near Me, How to Be Punk, uh, Pitchfork 10 Albums, Peel Sessions Download. I like this. Um, The the aesthetic of it is, uh, is interesting. Uh, it looks like something that might be up our alley. So uh, let's uh, let's listen to Punk Labels Accepting Demos by Citric Dummies off of their record Dynasty. When I was born, I 
All right, so we just heard the song Punk Labels Accepting Demos by Citric Dummies off of their record Die Nasty. Um, I got to say, that is the first time in a really long time, actually in, in recent memory at all, that I've heard a contemporary band that brought to mind fear at all. Yeah, I, exactly right, right? It was um, maybe, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of them out there, right? Mm-hmm. It's just not something that crosses our decks very often. It's not something that shows up like on my radar, like you said, at all. Yeah. Um, so to me, man, I haven't heard a band trying to fucking do this in a long time. Right. Yeah, for sure. Outside of the context, outside of the context of old dudes in a bar. Right. For sure. Yes. Um, and this was, uh, this, this had kind of all of the energy that old dudes in a bar would lack. You know what I mean? This, uh, this, this was kind of refreshing, uh, in, 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 a, in a way, just because like I said, you, you just don't really hear bands channeling this form of punk and hardcore a whole lot at all. I mean, there was also like, just with the speed of it, um, and like the delivery, there was like a little bit of, of poison idea in there too, a little bit. Um, but there was, uh, there was definitely like a Midwest thing going on in there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, yeah, even like Meat Men or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like they I mean it it sounded like yeah, it was fear slash like early touch and go records. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. um yeah, it was refreshing. I haven't heard like a punk or hardcore band that sounds like this in a really, really long time. And uh that was that a very good version of that particular subsect of uh of hardcore. I liked that a lot actually. Well I'll tell you what, it's the best hardcore I've heard since I heard Lorem Ipsum. <laughs> yeah that's there's, there's no doubt about that right um so like you brought up like the energy and, and the other thing too like if this were and i don't know i'm looking at the pictures of guys i can't they don't look that old but i don't yeah know, who knows they, they look relatively young sure um but uh if this were like old dudes mm-hmm. the humor would be so fucking bad you yes. know it would just it would be really bad yeah um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't it wouldn't have any like um I don't know. It, it just wouldn't be humor of the day, right? No, certainly would not be, no. Of the modern day. Uh, it, w- it wouldn't be cool jokes about uh, memes and stuff. It would be jokes <laughs> about, you know, your big old boner. <laughs> yeah. Yes, most likely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, what did you uh, What you think about this musically? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'll probably listen to check out some more of it um just to make sure that it's what i think it is you know for sure yeah um but yeah like yeah i enjoyed this because i don't hear a lot of stuff like this right yep um so yeah this was pretty good yeah agreed solid solid uh uh, palate cleanser after uh laura mipsum that's for sure i I will say though i will say though that this reminds me of um what was the suicidal tendencies band last last week uh I, i can't even remember their name um so this is another example, though, of context. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yep. Context. Because if my introduction to this band were in like a shitty bar and I were in a certain mood, mm-hmm. fuck off. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Because like I wouldn't be curious to dig any deeper. Um, so it's definitely it's definitely um, an issue. Like it's definitely the context of the record and how it's presented that, um, makes me more interested. I'm interested in the song called how to fold American flag. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to listen to the rest of this. This, uh, this piqued my interest. Um, also hearkening back for a moment to 
that uh, the suicidal tendencies band that we heard on the last episode, whose name escapes me at this moment. Um, according to Stout, I believe, or it might have been John, um, that that band is exactly as we described. They don't play shows with uh, contemporary hardcore bands. They did legitimately open up for like DRI and and uh, suicidal tendencies and shit. Confused do, is the name of the band. Confused, confused. They do play at dive bars and they do have absolutely no idea what is going on in the contemporary punk and hardcore scene. You can smell them a mile away, right? For sure. So we you were can smell them a while. It's all it's all about context, right? It's right. all about context. Yep, for sure. And uh, yeah, the context this was presented to me in, uh, the aesthetic, you know, the approach, the energy, uh, who it was recommended to me by, how I'm hearing it, it uh, it all adds up to something that I quite enjoyed and uh, will definitely be checking out more of. So thanks to Dustin for sending that in. I know he's sent in some more stuff since then. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that in the queue because uh, Dustin, at the very least, plays in good bands. So uh, ideally, he'd be sending in more good bands as well. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's keep moving. See what's up next. Three. All right, three is sullen eyes, a thing that could uh, could go either way. But based on the description, I I think I will probably enjoy. Um, there was a specific song that was recommended. So the way you're saying that makes it sound like you're saying S U L L E N I Z E. Sullen eyes. Oh, sullen right. eyes. <laughs> right. It's sullen yeah. eyes. Yes, it's sullen eyes. So that's correct. Right. right. Um, uh, looks like they have the song Getting There queued up to play. So we'll uh, we'll just go with that one. So we're going to listen to Getting There by Sullen Eyes off of their self-titled EP. Okay, we just heard Getting There by Sullen Eyes off of their debut self-released, uh, I believe, uh, EP. Actually, I think I think this is getting a tape release soon, um, according to the email that we got. I'm not sure what label or when it's coming out. It just was released digitally at the beginning of February. Uh, predictably, if you know my taste, um, you, you could probably guess that I liked that a lot. Yeah, it, it was definitely reminiscent of the Sarah Records catalog. It, it pretty much dialed in that late 80s early 90s jangly twee pop sound perfectly um it helped that there's a female vocalist that helps a lot for me with stuff like this um it put a 
genuine smile on my face. This is warm weather, windows down music. I got nothing bad to say about this at all. It was right up my alley for this kind of stuff. I liked it a whole lot. Yeah, there's really one reason why I was sold on it, right? Yeah. If you yeah. know my taste, there's one reason why I was sold on it, right? <laughs> yep. If, if it's a fucking dude crying his fucking eyes out on this, fuck you, right? <laughs> I'll fucking yeah. I'll fucking send you straight to goddamn hell, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Right. I'll fucking put you in the bottom of the fucking ocean, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's one reason because honestly, like. This really towed a fucking line. This towed, this was almost too fucking cutesy. Yeah, sure. This was, this was almost like, you know, Nissan Leaf commercial <laughs> fucking cutesy. Yeah, this, this can't, this is as polished as this form can get before it loses me. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Like, like this, this, this seemed like, you know, this just looked, this seemed like a commercial where you would see like a young couple setting out on a, on a cross country <laughs> road trip in their Nissan Leaf, right? <laughs> And yeah. they stop at little fucking roadside stands and get, you know, tchotchkes and they, and, and they get into little adventures. Right. And uh, the commercial ends with them like driving off, I don't know, somewhere in the fucking Cascades. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and like, you know, he, he's got his fucking feet hanging out the window and she's fucking driving with, with like, you know, big Ray-Ban sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I, I admittedly, I do prefer this form of music uh, a little bit more lo-fi and a little raw. Um, but, uh, you know, production choices aside, uh, I think musically it, it was pretty dialed into what I like. Um, but, but yeah, I, you, you go, you go any more slick with this and, uh, and you do head straight into <laughs> Nissan commercial territory. You're not wrong, but, uh, for what, it, for what it's worth, uh, I, I did like this a whole lot. This is, uh, yeah. I'll definitely listen to the rest of this EP for sure. Yeah. Sounded pretty good. It was, yeah. uh, it was, uh, pleasing to the ears. It pleased my ears to hear this. <laughs> yes, for sure. And it looks like our boy, uh, Willie Killy is branching out. He's now he's not just getting that hardcore work. He's getting the twee pop, the jangle pop work too. He, uh, yeah. he mastered this. So seems like it seems like it. So. Good. Good for Wilk. Um, all right. Well, there's, there's really not much else to be said about Solon Eyes. It was, uh, if you, if you like jangly indie pop with a lady singing to you, What's not to like about this? Uh, let's roll the dice and see what's up next. All right. One. Okay. One is worn. And uh, as I said, this has been, I've seen this in my social Dude, media feeds. fucking artwork. The art looks exactly like, it looks like something from Courage the Cowardly Dog. It's really, it's really bad. It's really dumb. Yeah, the 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 artwork is undeniably bad. <laughs> there's no, there's no avoiding it. <laughs> it's, it looks really to, stupid. I have to wonder if it's like it's got to be intentional, right? There's no, there's no way anybody looked at that, and we're actually trying to make something that looked fucking cool, and said, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's it. It right. looks fucking. I, I I drew a little man that looks like he's made out of blue sponges with sausages hanging out of him, <laughs> and he is you know, on a fucking. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just um, that's really bad artwork. It is. Yes, it's, it's very reminiscent of like, like a third or fourth tier fucking like thrash record like like originally good thrash record you know what i mean like like a step below hallow's eve right yes for for sure for sure yeah like like a step below hallow's eve a step below blessed death just like you know warren were fucking really like 
like if you were in Grand Rapids, right? Mm-hmm. In 1987, Warren was the fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes, for sure. That's, that is a perfect description of this artwork. Um, so, yo, sorry to uh, Alex Petty, who evidently did the artwork for this, but boy, that looks dumb as shit. Alex, there's no way you thought that this was fucking cool, so I, you did a great job, bud. <laughs> no, there is no way that you look at other artwork and then look at that and be like, yeah. <laughs> Right, sure. you, you were definitely going for a thing, and you hit the nail on the fucking head. <laughs> right, so there you go. Warren asked for something stupid, and you delivered. Um, okay, so the song that they have queued up to play is "Public Execution," and I know that was the lead single off of this uh, release as well. So we'll we'll hear that one. So we are going to listen to "Public Execution" by Warren off of their record "Human Work." We just listened to Public Execution by Warren off of their LP, or yeah, I think this is an LP, uh, Human Work. And uh, yeah, I actually liked that quite a lot. Um, it wasn't... I, so a lot of people are big up, big up in this as as being like the record this year. I don't know if I heard that per se. Um, I mean, I'll have to listen to the rest of the record to find out. But I did think that this was really solid, burly, modern hardcore um, that incorporated some more classic influences. It's reminiscent of some other bands that are kind of doing similar things. Um, maybe something like Spine a little bit or like that Be All End All record uh, or Criminal Instinct uh, that takes like classic classic hardcore influences and beefs them up a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's you know it's not doing anything particularly unique. But I think what it is doing, it's doing very effectively. This is music that is fun to see live and watch people go off to. Um, 
I mean, if this is your, if, if you're in Wilkes-Barre right now and you're a young kid, this is probably your shit for good reason. Um, I didn't dislike anything about that. I wasn't entirely taken with it as a lot of people seem to be, but I thought it was definitely good. And, uh, it was good enough for me to, to check out the rest of this LP at least. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, there was just a little fucking too much meat in that sandwich. Um, nah. I, that, that just didn't do anything for me. I, I didn't pay attention to it very much. Um, I guess, you know, I guess thematically, topically, you know, it's about, you know, I, I'm guessing things like school shootings and cops shooting people and shit like that and the, and the uh, violence that happens uh, day to day that just seems so blasé anymore. We don't even fucking report on school shootings anymore. Um, they barely make the fucking news. Um, so, you know, I can get with like being grounded in reality instead of, um, talking about like, you know, what a fucking shell of a human being you are with murderous intent, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like, um, yeah, I didn't like this. I, I mean, it's fine. I could see why people do like this, but I can also see why, um, like grown ass men don't like this. <laughs> I think grown ass men do like this. I think uh, I not, think not maybe... actual, not actual grown ass men. <laughs> I, I'm going to push back against that. I think that there are plenty of actual grown men who like this. This is, I think you, I, I, I don't know, man. I think that you're, you're hearing this through a different lens because I, I definitely don't think they're going for like, they're not trying to do like an ultra tough, modern, burly, hardcore thing. Like, I think they're definitely pulling from more classic influences and they're just beefing them up a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't like it. You fair, know, fair like, I want more fucking rock and roll in it. Right. I want yeah. more fucking like, just like, I want more fucking like shitty, sarcastic, menacing, like, um, um, like, like venom in it than just, you know like that that dude's vocals killed it for me for one thing that was no no thanks um it just didn't like that at all right i I would much rather hear the exact same music with just like less bellow and more snarl yeah i get that for sure yeah yeah you know I, I, so that, that really kind of killed it for me there. Um, cause I really don't like that vocal, that, that, that style of vocal delivery. And that's like, that's basically one of my, honestly, for a lot of beatdown, like the breakdowns suck for the most part, like the emphasis and breakdowns and beatdowns suck. The fucking meathead mentality sucks. The fashion sucks. The fan sucks. The people suck. Everybody fucking sucks. that plays that sort of shit, right? It sucks. Yeah. Um, but one of the, I think at the top, the fucking like, the fucking top of that fucking pinnacle of shit is the fucking like the same burly vocal delivery in every single one of those fucking bands. Right. Um, I just, you know, yeah. And this, this was more akin to that style of vocal delivery for sure. And Um, and there's no, there's no range. Like I guarantee you every other fucking song sounds exactly the fucking same from that standpoint. And it's it, for me, it was so upfront that it just, it, it, it kind of just shat on everything for me. I don't, I don't like that. It doesn't, it doesn't sound, I said before, like we've said before, like it doesn't sound as fucking menacing as you think it sounds. Agreed. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm with you on that for sure. And I do think that maybe a more dynamic vocal delivery would, uh, would serve this a lot better. I'm, I'm with you there. Um, that was probably the weaker, the weakest part of, of, uh, of this track for me as well, but, uh, it wasn't enough to, to derail it for me. I, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I, 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 whatever. 
Go buy, go buy your fucking Warren record when it comes out. It's going to go like fucking hotcakes. Guarantee you, you won't be competing with me for one. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah, like I said, maybe uh, maybe not quite as good as uh, people have been telling me it is, but uh, solid contemporary burly hardcore that uh, I will check out the rest of and Nate will not. So there you go. Uh, that's the verdict. Uh, we are, we're burning right through these motherfuckers Yeah, we today. are. This is like, this is like, the fastest we've moved in a while because we haven't like got derailed very much, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, um, the, the longest we spent was talking about that bullshit French band. So, well, you know what? It's because we're out of things to talk about, man. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, get the fucking bombings done. Kill the people you need to kill in the Middle East. Get me the fucking Biden bucks. Get me the fucking vaccine. <laughs> get me back on the fucking shows. Get me on the road with my friends. We'll have shared experiences that we can reminisce about and share, right? right. In the excitement of life, in the experience of life, right? Yes. Because right now, my my experience of life is um, minimal, right? Very. Right. I feel like one of fucking uh, Elon Musk's fucking lab rats living on fucking Mars. Can't even go out goddamn side, right? Yeah. Go die for e- go die for Elon Musk's ego. That's what I felt like I signed up to go do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So so hopefully when we can again have shared human experiences, the uh, our our rapport and banter will increase in quality on this show. But until then, let's just keep burning through these hey, bands. You know what? It's not about us. It's about the goddamn music. Let's get it going. That's right. Let's uh, three. Okay, three again. All right, this is Impulse. They are a band from Russia, St. Petersburg specifically. This is their, uh, what, to quote them, their title of this is Six Tracks Tape. Um, okay. So there, so there you go. The opening track on this is also uh, the name of the band. You, you know how we feel about that. We, uh, we, uh, we always, always are down to listen to uh, a band who has a song title named after the band. So especially when it's the first song that you present to the world, right? Yeah, that's 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 you got a lot of faith in in uh, what you're presenting. So we're going to listen to Impulse by the band Impulse off of their demo six tracks tape.
right, we just heard the song Impulse by the band Impulse off of their demo six tracks tape. Nate, how'd you feel about it? You don't like that, you don't like DB. Um, I mean, that's pretty solid. Yep. Um, it's There's not a lot of wiggle room in that form. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys threaded the fucking needle. They did. Um, so, yeah, this sounded really good. The good news about stuff like this is no matter, like, to speak qualitatively about this there's a distinct like like a, a distinct scandy sort of flavor to this as well i sure. don't know if i i don't know en- enough about russian punk and russian hardcore to know if there's like a russian sound right not really uh there is a lot of racist russian hardcore i can tell you that much uh, yeah i don't I, know I, I i don't know i mean um yeah i don't know so like i, I don't know enough about it. i mean to know if they're pulling from like something, you know, if, if, if that's not Scandi, but that's like Russian style DB, I don't know. I don't care. Um, DB is pretty uh, monolithic across its fucking spectrum. The good sure. news about it is uh, while this was good and I enjoyed it, there's a million fucking bands in the United States that are just as good as this. And I don't have to pay with shipping charges for this. <laughs> that, that is true for sure. I mean, if you liked this, take your pick of other contemporary DB bands who are also good and uh, you will get the same, the same thing on offer from them. Uh, I will say that main riff was very catchy though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was I'm, good. I'm still, I'm still humming that in my head. That was a very catchy riff. Um, D beat is so fucking dependent on the riff, you know, because yes. like literally D beat, right? You know what you're getting with the drums. Yep. Um, you know what you're getting with the vocal delivery. The only thing that can add flavor to it is, does it got the fucking riff, right? Right. Yep. Exactly. And there were a couple little flourishes here and there that I thought worked really well. Um, yeah, this was awesome. It was like, it was not like. F- it was not super raw D beat, but it also wasn't like stadium crust. You know nope. what I mean? This wasn't disfear, um, but it it kind of rode the line between those two things in a way that uh, I thought worked really really well. It had it had some of the aspirations of the stadium crust world in the sense that there were some extra added guitar flourishes here and there. Um, but I thought the production was really dialed in. That main riff was super super catchy. Um, they came in like fast and blazing right out of the gate. They didn't fucking beat around the bush. There was no intro. They just fucking right, went right into it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you like D-Beat, then you like this. This was uh, this was super solid. Yeah, for sure. Um, See, the package looks good, too. Yeah, the, for sure. Uh, the tape, like, the uh, yeah, the tape is like a really fucking, like, ice cream pink sort of color. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the package is really good. Yep. If, uh, if I didn't have to pay for shipping from Russia, I would probably pick this up. Yeah. Um, so, uh, damn dude, we're just, <laughs> we're really blazing. Well, this is honestly like, we haven't had an episode this fast, like this short since like the first like 10 episodes. Yeah, for sure. Um, um it's the but, way it's going, man. You know, like, we, we just keep it going. We, we got a backlog to burn through, right? We, we do. We do. Yeah. But I don't have them on. I mean, I don't have any of them on deck, you know, well, just fucking hit them up, man. Get them up there. Right. <laughs> we're going, we're going, we're going until they're all gone. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's roll the dice at least one more time. All right. Two. All right. Two, you know, two is one I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sold on. This was the one that uh, was sent in by, uh, by Fatty Hurst. It is future. Bar- <laughs> Future bartenders, uh, Earth, Wind, and future bartenders. I mean, it just looks deeply stupid, and the way that it was described uh, makes it sound deeply stupid. Um, I will say that you mentioned Ween. Yes. Well, 
Fatty Hurst mentioned Ween. And okay, I, so, so every time that I have thought, maybe I'll give Ween a go, uh-huh. I stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I've never been able to hang with that band. Friends of mine in college really like Ween. Um, it seemed like they were a popular band in the 90s for college kids. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, man. They just... I, I never got it. I never, I, I, I never got it. I feel you, man. I, I just have never cracked the code on that band. It's just one of those things that they're like, they're universally loved by so many people. What's um, that album? It, 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 Crustacean, I think. Uh-huh. I had, like the artwork for it is really fucking good. And like when I, yeah, like the album artwork for um, The Mollusk is, is, is I think the name of it. Yeah. The, and the artwork's like a collage. It looks like, it looks like somebody tried to like, I don't know, make the cover to arise out of like actual like seafood instead of, you know, fucking trying to draw like a, a castle to look like it's made of crabs. They just try to make crabs look like a castle. Yes. Um, like the artwork is really good, but man, I just, I have never been able to fucking hang with Ween. I just can't. Uh, I, I do know that the song Ocean Man from the record The Mollusk is featured on the SpongeBob soundtrack, the movie um, soundtrack. SpongeBob SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie soundtrack. Yeah, well, I'm a fucking man. The fuck do I want? <laughs> give a shit about SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, let's let's just jump into it. He said that uh, the first track on here is like electro. I guess I don't know, man. Let's just listen so that's to the it. Thing, though, like we don't know what we're like. Is everything different, right? Yeah, that's we, we might pick on something that's like, oh, this is a fucking ripper and fucking love that, and then the next song, you know, is fucking Frenchie pouring you a fucking glass of wine and like playing a kazoo. <laughs> right. Yeah. He said that he's been really prolific during quarantine, and he like didn't even know which one to send into us, and that it's so eclectic that there's no way to really some sum up what he does simply so um we'll just we'll just listen to the first track on the uh the record that was sent our way so we're going to listen to in the future by future bartenders off of earth wind and future bartenders Another 
All right, we just heard In the Future by Future Bartenders off of Earth, Wind, and Future Bartenders. Um, I don't know. To me, that was like a rejected Flight of the Concords skit, you know? <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It didn't, it did, uh, it did nothing for me. It was uh, it, old Todd, aka Fatty Hurst, said that uh, we would either like this or think that it was uh, incredibly dumb and annoying. I got to say, I fall in the latter camp on this. I just thought that this was uh, overwhelmingly stupid. I liked it because it was overwhelmingly annoying and stupid. Um, if the rest of this sounded like this song, if the rest of this record sounded like it, uh-huh. I'd probably buy it. <laughs> really? I really would. That song had just... Okay, the song references fucking Blade Runner. It references right. Escape from New York, right? Yes. It's got... It's got good references in it, right? It does, yeah. Um, it, it, it fucking references fucking Running Man, I believe. Yes. Um, the future that we were told we were going to fucking have by now, right? Right, yeah. Uh, but we don't. Um, instead, we have the horrible future that uh, he talks about in a rather mundane way, right? Yes. We don't have uh, rocket ships and space lasers, but we got... Real housewives, right? Well, the Jews have space lasers, apparently, but uh, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Um, we have real housewives, and uh, we got, uh, you know, we got pornographs. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. You know, I was thinking the other day, because I I, um, I saw something I haven't seen in a while, a long while. Okay, what was that? Woods porn. Wow, you saw Woods porn the other day? It wasn't much. It was, and it wasn't Woods porn in that, like, it was a porno mag in the woods because oh. those things have long moldered and disappeared. Yeah. But this was a DVD case. Close enough. In the woods. Interesting. Of a porno. Nice. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. I haven't stumbled across that <laughs> right? in years. And, 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 and I think that, like, it's that's an it's it's an artifact of the past, right? It's yeah. like it's like it's like going down it's like going down to the speakeasy and listening to some ragtime music. You know what I mean? Like right. like no one that's not something that happens anymore. And but when I when I was younger and when you were younger, but dude, when I was fucking younger, woods porn was a thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Walk through the woods, there's some porn. For right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> I once found a hunting camp loaded with pornography, right? Like yeah. like Playboy magazine stacked up in it, right? Like just a hunting shack in the middle of the woods. My mm. dad and I caught a guy beaten off in a junkyard to some <laughs> woods born he found one time. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So that so you know, when you were younger, when I was younger, the pornographs were like mushrooms you had to go find in the woods, right? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Now we got them everywhere. Right? Yeah, it's really devalued pornography a lot. It has really devalued pornography, hasn't it? It really yeah. has, right? It's so but, mundane. Like I can just, I, I, I can just, you know, type into a search bar and see a woman being pissed on by five men in the streets of France. Like, where is the excitement in that? You know, <laughs> there's right, like, like when that becomes just as vanilla as, uh, you know, some fucking briars. You know, like, <laughs> right, like, dude, you know, like, I don't know. I think about. A fourteen-year-old boy today, uh-huh. he's f- he's absolutely fucked when it comes <laughs> to like satiating his desires when he gets to be like in his twenties. Yes, dude, absolutely, one hundred. Absolutely fucked, right? Yeah, no doubt. Like yeah. you're never gonna, you're never gonna, you're never gonna find that, right? No, no. Like, like so, you know. But to get back to this, yeah, I liked it because it was so fucking stupid. I guess. Um, yeah. I I would put this on 
more to irritate than enjoy. <laughs> I it's like it's like the jokes I tell you guys. Like they're more for my fucking benefit than they are for anybody because I just love the fucking irritation. Right. That, like they the irritation they cause that amuses me. I'm not looking, to, I'm not interested in amusing you. Right. right. So if I played this, I wouldn't be interested in amusing any or entertaining anybody but myself. Yeah. Right. Purely through like watching people be sick of this shit almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get that certainly, but you know, uh, and, this- and if, for that reason, because, because I can, if I played this in my house, I can imagine what the reaction we're gonna is gonna be. Yeah, and that that makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I played cephalotripsy in the car with my girlfriend the other day, and it brought me tons of pleasure. So I get it. I just uh, this would not be my band of choice for that. Yeah, so th- that's why I liked it though, and, and then threw in some of the fucking like you know classic fucking you know some of the classic fucking like movie references. I will say. What's up with the curse word? The song was perfect. You didn't need to throw in the fucking curse word. Yeah, you, that, that's true. You ruined it really, it, all. it really, it really made the whole song sound really kind of <laughs> stupid. It stuck, it stuck out like a sore thumb, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, for sure. So, uh, so there you go. There's future bartenders. Uh, we we had a lot of split opinions tonight. Yeah, we did. We did. I, like I said, I didn't think this was. I didn't think this was like good in the sense you're like yeah that's a fucking banger or that's a fucking ripper i just thought you know yeah i like that because it's stupid uh hush not my fucking cup of tea when it comes to death metal but i thought it was i i thought it was a little more interesting and well done than maybe you did yeah um warn hell no (laughs) yeah hell no right the the moment the moment they start fucking playing i leave the room Wow, that's uh, that's that's intense. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even stick around to see what they're honestly, about. Honestly, dude. Honestly, dude. I say I understand why people like it, right? But that's yeah. because I know most people are fucking morons. Right? <laughs> okay, All you know right. what I mean. It's like it's like yeah, I get why dogs eat turds, right? Turds are fucking smelly, and I guess dogs think they're fucking good or something, right? I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I fucking wouldn't. <laughs> But, you know, I can see it, right? That's probably pretty good for a dog. My dog ate some fucking deer shit the other day, right? Yeah. That bitch is probably pretty fucking good, right? <laughs> to for a him. dog. Yeah. That's it. Right? So it's the same thing with Warren. Like, yeah, I get why you guys like that. Um, but uh, it was not good. <laughs> Well, we'll agree to disagree on that. I thought it was uh, I thought it was quite pleasing. Um, so on that note, let's uh, let's just do let's just do the voicemail. I think we only got two, and I think also somebody sent us a text, which I didn't think about it, but you could do that. the 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 number that we have does technically receive text. So like, if you I, huh. and I I know this for a fact because I once used it to try to reach out to an ex girlfriend to get my Alanis Morissette shirt and a copy of Dune back to no avail. So I know that it sends and receives texts, and uh, somebody decided to go out on a limb and shoot us a text. So there you go. I guess you know in the future if you if you don't want to call and have your voice be heard. Um, you can you can text us. So Dude, let's. You know what? That's why you never fucking share anything with a spouse or girlfriend, right? I know, man. You absolutely never share anything. I know. Everything must be compartmentalized, and your most cherished fucking objects don't even fucking touch it. Don't you goddamn dare touch that fucking record. Don't yeah. you fucking dare. 
for right? sure. That, that, that is, that record has been mine. I like it. You don't fucking give a shit. Don't ever fucking touch it. Right. If we break up, you will never even fucking sniff it right? because it means nothing to you. You know, the wildest, the, the wildest thing, the insult to injury on that. First of all, that, that breakup was like, it came out of the blue. We never even had a fight. I just got ghosted out of a serious relationship, which was bizarre in and of itself. But then on top of that, I like kindly reached out repeatedly over the course of months, trying to get that book and that t-shirt back to no avail even tried to to organize like you know just a, a pass off through mutual friends and acquaintances wouldn't happen right then recently i was going through on goodwill's auction site as i often do looking for deals and i saw a lot of t-shirts coming from a goodwill in the area in which she resides that included my fucking alanis morissette tour shirt <laughs> she fucking you know what? donated that shit to goodwill <laughs> What a loss, right? What a loss. And not only that, but it's your own goddamn fault, right? It's your own goddamn fault. <laughs> it is. You absolutely never. There are certain circles that are too fucking sacred that not even the closest of people fucking cross, right? <laughs> yeah. Certainly not a girlfriend. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who the fuck do you actually think you are? <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're not wrong. Right? I, that and was I tell my you mistake. What, I tell you what. If someone... If someone broke up with me, uh-huh. you would have a better chance of fucking contacting the dead or hearing from your dead fucking parents than you ever would hearing from me again. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Right? <laughs> well, there you go. I'm glad you've made your feelings on that matter known. Now all of our listenership is aware of that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's pivot to voicemails slash text messages then and uh, and wrap this bitch up. Yo. Um, y'all are probably sick of the crap I pull each call. So, yeah, I'm just going to end it for the sake of me and, well, more so for Gray to, uh, stop something and, uh, maybe have some relief with each voicemail. Serious actual question. Yo, Nate, what's your thoughts on the new Benediction album? And, I mean, in my opinion, it's a return to form, especially getting, uh, hopeless, what the fuck's his name? Dave? Yeah, Dave Ingram back. Uh, I've probably paid, played it more than most metal albums I've played in the past year. Uh, I think it's clean as shit. So yeah, I just want to hear your opinion. And y'all, there's irony the fact, to the fact that I am a therapist. And I have a therapist, but also who cares All right, so that was uh, that was AJ with a, a decidedly far more cogent message this week. And AJ Gray is the one that shits on you. I don't I don't fucking shit on you, right? So yeah, you know, don't worry about it. Do do what you're gonna fucking do. I actually, whenever when when I hear, I can hear Gray's blood pressure because I can hear like his pulse, you know, pick up in the mic and uh, I can hear the fucking steam coming out of his ears. And that makes me smile. I don't have a fucking problem with it whatsoever. Uh, yeah. So I didn't listen to the last Benediction album. Uh, no, I, I haven't either. Actually. I, 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 uh, I like Benediction, but I, you know, I drop off in the nineties. I was going to say, um, I, I, I kind of, I mean, honestly, I kind of dra- drop off after, uh, transcend the Rubicon, the album from 93. There's one in, uh, from I think 95 or 96. Uh, that's pretty good too. 
dreams um, you dread. The yeah. dreams you dread. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, I have not listened to uh, the the record that they dropped last year. I guess uh, I guess I'll check it out though. Yeah, uh, same. I, I I haven't. I, I mean, for for a while now, I'm listening almost exclusively to death metal in my free time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll check this one out. But uh, like, I always go back. I always go back, whether it's Benediction. Like, um, you know, I was listening to uh, to to you know, Onward to Golgotha the other day. I'm like, God, this fucking record's so fucking good. You know, and then I listened to like. Um, you know, what is it? Mortal Throne of the Nazarene, I think, is one of the more recent records by by um, um, Incantation. Incantation, yeah. and uh, like, yeah, this is a good fucking record too. But I want to hear Entrapment of Evil again. You yeah. know, like I always go back, um, and it, it's probably to my detriment. I I almost never, I never stick with like the like death metal bands that have been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, for decades, I I basically don't make it out of the first decade usually. No, I'm the same way. Even even with rare exception, even when the comeback records are good, because like I I mean I think that you know Autopsy. I mean it, it's in the last decade, but their comeback record from like 2011 or 2012 was actually good. Uh, but I just never revisit it. You know what I mean? I just go back and revisit the classic Autopsy material. Um, there there are a handful of bands like that. Um, I feel like yeah, and I feel like. Like autopsy, right? Yeah. Like autopsy, those, those, those old records are fucking great. They're classic, right? Yeah. I remember we were, I was in Chicago and um, we were sitting outside. We were going to see Sleep, like when Sleep just kind of started getting back together and touring. I think they had played like a couple fests and then they wanted a proper tour. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine and I were sitting outside of the venue in Chicago and we were there like real early because he had a ticket and I didn't have a ticket and there weren't very many left. So we got there like way fucking early, hit some record stores and then just sat outside the venue to make sure that I can get a ticket as soon as the fucking door opened. Mm -hmm. And we were like the first one sitting there and I had bought the new autopsy record and I had picked up like a reissue of an older record and, um, to name drop someone, Matt Pike, my buddy, Matt Pike, came walking out of the fucking venue. Well, he's my buddy now, apparently, because he wouldn't shut the fuck up for like an hour. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so like we're sitting there at the table looking at our records and Matt walks by and he goes, you know, he goes, oh man, that new autopsy record is really good, man. You know, I was like, yeah. And then like, he like just sort of like posted up and started shooting the shit at us. And, you know, I fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit if you're Matt Pike. I don't give a shit if you're fucking, you know, whatever. You know, I'll, you know, who gives a shit, right? It's it, That's unimportant. What's funny is eventually I just wanted him to shut the fuck up and leave. Um, <laughs> because he, it was like seriously like fucking what should have been like a, a short exchange. And I'm like, cool, that Matt Pike. He's like, you know, whatever. You know, it turned into like fucking 60 minutes of him talking about like, like symbology and like fucking <laughs> Gnosticism and shit like that. Like, oh, damn it. You know, like, like, like it was, it was cool to engage with like a dude that's in a band that you really liked. That you never thought you'd see live. Like that's about as close as I'll get to like fanning, like, 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 like fanboying something. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. But then at some point the conversation was just him talking at us for like 45 <laughs> minutes. Right. Right. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And he's like, all right, guys. Well, I gotta get some I gotta get some fucking beer. I'll see you guys inside. And we're like, cool. Right? Whatever. Yeah. 
And then when we were leaving after the show, he was standing in the fucking stairway and he pointed at me when I turned the corner. He goes, yo, man, what'd you fucking think? And I was like, it was really fucking good. He's like, fuck yeah, man. I hope you like that autopsy record. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Yeah. So whatever. Matt Pike seems to be a nice guy. Um, he likes fucking Gnostic symbolism, I guess. But um, anyway, to get back to my point, like... <laughs> I don't know if there's a point to a new autopsy record other than like, you know, hey, the guys in the band want to do it. So let's just sure. fucking do it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, no matter how good it is, it's, it's not it's not going to be a mental funeral. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Like like it's good, but I'm always going to go back to those old ones. So I'll check the new benediction out. But um, yeah, I did. I do kind of drop off after the first few. Yeah. Um, I do think the benediction is a band, one of those old bands that doesn't get um, that probably doesn't get enough attention. I agree. Um, but, uh, you know, whatever. I'll check out the new one. Thanks for the heads up. For sure. All right. Let's uh, let's listen to the next one. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, this is Cowie from Denver. I'm sure I need no introduction, but for those newer um, subscribers, listeners, and patron, patron subscribers, um, I am the one and only King Shit of Shit Mountain. I don't give a fuck. But your $20 a month donations, whatever, $15, $13. I'm the one, the only, the original, so go fuck yourselves. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. I got some um, bad news, good news today. Um, we had a biopsy on my oldest dog uh, a week ago. Results came back cancerous. However, it's not breast cancer like we feared. Um, it is more of a uh, connective tissue cancer. So it will be much uh, easier to operate on, and it's not likely to spread or anything. So very relieved um and i'm going to be celebrating with the cold one tonight and i beseech you both to celebrate as well when you hear this um whether it be a dr pepper um root beer sprite sierra mist baja blast if you want to go crazy um but yeah shout out to uh, my dog juniper i love you bye all right well there's some good news right yeah um you know it's always good to celebrate that your dog's not going to die Indeed. um and connective tissue cancer, because there's not a lot of blood vessels in connective tissue. Um, it's, you know, doesn't have a lot of opportunities to get out, hopefully. So that's the same thing like epithelial tissue cancers in some instances, too. Like, you, you know, epithelial lining of it, like bladder cancer in the epithelial lining tends to kind of stay put. But, um, yeah, so that's good news. I'll uh, probably have a soda of some sort. I don't know what kind. I don't have any in my fridge right now. Um, but congratulations. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I actually, uh, the soda I will be partaking in is uh, a Jones soda, a Fufu Berry Jones soda, because uh, my lovely girlfriend ordered a an entire case of it for me for my birthday last month because you can't find Fufu Berry soda in uh, like any of any stores, any like retail locations at all in Fort Wayne or like the greater Fort Wayne area anymore. They're just not on the shelves. So she uh, ordered me a case of it. Uh, it was very thoughtful and uh, I've been taking my time and enjoying it slowly over the course of the last month and a half and I'm down by to my last few. So I'll crack one open for uh, for Juniper tonight. And uh, nice. yeah, you, you, you make a compelling claim. You were indeed the first patron to donate over the $10 the top tier, $10 top tier. Um, so for that, you are, you know, I mean, you're a trailblazer, you're a pioneer and uh, we'll erect statues to you when we eventually build a demolition compound. Yeah, for sure. Now, 
Now, just a little aside here about dogs. Uh-huh. Okay. Right? Yeah. Dogs Dogs are kind of a thing right now, right? You know, in that, like, um, everybody everybody loves their little dog like it's a little little fucking person. It's a, it's a surrogate person, right? Right. Which is kind of, um, I don't know, it's, it's kind of different than how even, like, 20 years ago, dogs were kind of viewed you know we were we were a bit more brutal to them they were a bit more like um um an underclass as far and, and not viewed so much as our peers correct at least broadly broadly speaking yeah, yeah. i think that sometimes we go a little over, overboard though i agree um, <laughs> i mean i I, that, I love dogs a lot i love but dogs I, but I agree. They, ain't, they ain't little people right <laughs> They ain't little people, right? They're dogs, right? Yeah. I, I, I was, and, and I say this because I was watching, um, I don't know what the fuck I was watching on TV. And uh, there was a commercial for something like Amazon show where people take their dogs on vacation. Yeah. Like, why would you watch that? Why would you even <laughs> film it? Right? Like what, yeah. what brain dead demographic is this is for? And then I learned that it was canceled because um, already, I guess, because the dogs we're doing things that dogs don't like to do. Like apparently dogs don't like fucking skydiving. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? knew Like something that a person might think is fun because they can overcome their mortal terror at plummeting toward the earth. Dog just lacks the capacity to fucking get past. Right. Can't, can't fucking shake that, that, that screaming fear in its head as it's plummeting toward the fucking planet. Right. Yeah. Who knew that dogs didn't like to, I don't know, fucking, uh, go out on a fucking speedboat ride, right? Put them on a cable, drag them behind a boat, see if they can do some barefoot surfing. Guess they don't like that either. So I guess the show was, I thought it was pretty funny because I was told that the show was canceled because the fun things that people were doing with their dogs on vacation bordered on torture for the dogs. <laughs> oh man, I love that so and there's much. Like, cause there's like a dude like flying in like a little prop plane and I'm assuming they're going parachuting because yeah. he's got like a skydiving suit on and goggles. He's like, I can't believe I'm doing this with my dog. And I'm like, I can't believe you're fucking doing that with your dog either. Are you fucking nuts? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's the danger in anthropomorphizing a dog, right? It's like yeah. you when you when you do view it as a little human, you project your fears, your expectations, your standards onto it. And this is a at the end of the day of the day. It is a fucking animal with no concept of self and no way to contextualize the things that you are forcing it to do. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Kawi, don't take your dog fucking bungee jumping in celebration of um, it not ha- having like a, a mortal illness. Oh. Um, Just and, get it a uh, Kong, you know? Give it a Kong. Give it a nice belly rub. Give it something stinky to chew on, right? Right. That's it'll what dogs happy. do. It'll be happy as a dog and shit. It does not want to go. It, it does not want to fucking go. I don't know. Downhill motor, downhill mountain biking. <laughs> no, it sure doesn't. Um, all right. So uh, now we've uh, we've got the text message, which you know maybe this will this will open up a, a whole new element to the voicemail section. Maybe it's now going to be the voicemail and the text message section. So. This is actually, yo, if you do want to get something to us, because I know sometimes people send us emails and I try to respond to stuff. Um, but like, like I said, our email, our email, our inbox is inundated with just submissions and shit. So it's really hard to sift through stuff. And, you know, people add little messages on there that I try to respond to on the show or at the very least address or write back to when I can, but it's just a lot. So 
if you want to talk to us and you don't want to call in and leave an actual message, this is actually a pretty good way to do it. So um, this is uh, this is this is the message we got. So it says, uh, what's up? My name is Bradley from Austin, Texas. Uh, R.I.P. Riley, indeed. Uh, just tuned in for the first time today. And I got to say it's a breath of fresh air with how stale the Spotify algorithm has been. I have a quick question for you guys. As a guitarist, I feel like the more focused I am on songwriting, the less I actually just listen to music and actively search for new bands. I'm curious y'all's input on this phenomenon. I love that this podcast reminds me to just enjoy listening to music again and discover badass new bands. Um, so, yo, thanks, Bradley. Um, uh, I'm glad you're tuning into the show. I'm glad you found it helpful at the end of the day, uh, despite of all of our ban- banter and the insertion of our own opinions. Um, you know, it's just sort of a, a, an unavoidable side effect of us listening to and talking about music. But ultimately, the idea is indeed to highlight new bands, whether they suck ass like uh, French neoclassical screamo um, or our pretty goddamn good D-beat like Impulse. Uh, so... As for the, uh, as for like, you know, not actually just sitting back and enjoying music as you become more immersed in, um, you know, songwriting and, and, you know, playing an instrument yourself, you know, I don't know. I, I can't really speak to that because I've never really had that experience personally. I don't approach, I mean, I really, and you know, we were talking about this phenomenon, uh, on uh, the Patreon episode that we recorded last night, but like, the guitar is really a means to an end for me. I, I am not a musician uh, in in a traditional sense or, or what anybody in the professional world of musicians would consider a musician. I play guitar because I like to do it and because more specifically, I like to make various uh, different iterations of punk and hardcore music and metal music. Um, and a guitar was just my my doorway into that world. Um, that's really the only reason that I play it. So as far as like thinking about songcraft or anything like that, it's it's not something that really consumes any mental space for me. Uh, it's something that... I dare say I'm naturally okay at, pretty good at. Um, I'm not naturally good at a whole lot of things. I'm pretty good at writing songs, and it's not something that I really dissect and intellectualize too much. So I've never found it taking away from my ability to just like sit and and listen to music. Um, I just I don't really interact with music uh, in that way. It's something that I listen to because I like it and it makes me feel something. Um, and I and I don't tend to to analyze it too much beyond that. So and as as for Nate. Um, you know, uh, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but he's not much of a, of a musician really. So I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's experienced that phenomenon either. No, but I, I, I think I know where he's coming from because I, I, yeah, I'm not a musician. Um, but I think that when you focus on work, when you focus on working on something, you know, whether it be music or, um, art of any kind, or in my case, like my profession, um, which started basically as a lifelong avocation for me. Um, I find, so for instance, like I work in bio, I work in conservation. Um, surprisingly, I mean, maybe not surprisingly because I live, I do live in Northern Indiana. I almost never go outside to enjoy the great outdoors because I work outside and I do that for a living. Right. Um, so like when I get time off, I'm not going out hiking. I'm not going out like doing things like that a lot of the time. And I think maybe that's coming from the same place. Like it, um, you're focused on the work of it mm-hmm. and, uh, it kind of like y- y- when you're not working on it, you just want to step away from it altogether. 
Yeah, for sure. I get that. And and like I said, I mean, um, I I guess because music is a thing that, that kind of came somewhat naturally to me, it's also not, it's never been a thing that I've put a lot of work into. It's not like I didn't take lessons. Like I don't, I don't know how to read music. I never made the attempt. It's, you know, I pick up a guitar and I bang out some riffs and if they sound good to me, I record them and that's pretty much all there is to it. So luckily I've never really had, um, had that experience with like growing distant from a thing that I love a lot because I'm too immersed in, in the work of it. But there are other things that I have experienced that with for sure. Writing is definitely one of them. Uh, the more that I write professionally, the less I make time to read and uh, write recreationally. So I get it for sure. I don't know if I have any suggestions, um, but evidently the podcast is is helping you get back in the swing of it anyway. So um, I'm glad to be of at least a, a little bit of help on that front. So on that note, I guess we can uh, we can wrap it up for the day. We got through a shit ton of bands. We got through a handful of me- messages, and nobody called in acting like a f- fool, not even AJ. So that was sick. Um, if you want to call and leave a message, it's two six zero two 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 eight three four one. And uh, yeah, feel free to to send us a text message too. I I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, if you want to become a patron, it is patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. I will be getting part seven of the Napalm Death Family Tree uh, series up this week. We did Jim Whiteley, and uh, there's a lot of good music on that episode. Uh, we're continuing to put out a whole lot of content. And as I said before, $10 patrons will uh, get access to all of the tapes that we put out on the label moving forward. Um, Also, if you order the tape, it is in the mail and en route to you currently. I know some people have already gotten theirs. Thanks again to everybody who's ordered them. And uh, if you want copies of them, you can uh, go to demolisten.bigcartel.com and there are still some copies left. And then last up, if you want to send music to us, it is demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old. And uh, yeah, rate and review on iTunes, all that good shit. Tell your homies about it. Um, beyond that, I've got nothing else to add. And uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Later. <laughs>